Hello, and welcome to Pilot. That was not enthusiastic. Do it again. It's because my voice is dead. Go. Pilot. I'll accept it. <laughs> Sorry, I lost my voice this weekend. No, someone went to Coachella. Yep, and I lost my voice forever. And so, that yeah. is your host, Ariel, and this is your host, Colleen. Yeah. And this week we will be talking about... The Night Manager. Yeah, on AMC with every British actor you've ever known. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. what is it about? What is it about? Am I going? Yeah, bro. Okay. I asked the question. You answered the question. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's about Tom Hiddleston works as a night manager in Egypt and falls into, uh, is, it falls into a complicated situation when he falls for the mistress of an arms dealer and must find out the truth behind one of the most wealthy person ever who happens to be an arms dealer. So. Wow. <laughs> I thought it made sense. Okay, okay. Fix it, fix it. Tom Hiddleston, the night manager, uh, is thrust into a shady spy plot, kind of, when the mistress of a powerful Egyptian um, gives him some secret information concerning a wealthy British businessman who is supplying weapons to the Egyptian government. Yeah, during the Arab Spring. Yes, and he starts just basically spy on this guy. Yeah, he becomes a spy, like, like real quick. Like, he's just like, what should I do with this information? I'll spy! Yep. That's Tom Hiddleston for you. He should be James Bond. That's what Yeah. I thought Idris Elba was supposed to be the next James Bond. That's what I said I wanted to. Yeah. I wanted it. awesome. Yeah. I'd be really down with that. Okay. Uh, for speaking about his spy abilities, how do you feel about his spy abilities? Uh, he's not very good at it. No. I feel like he has good instincts, but he's not very he's not very good at it so yet. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, like, he's, like, really obvious. Like, he does everything on his desk, and you're like... Like, he's always like, let oh. me open this super, super package I just lied about having in the at the front desk where everyone can see me. Like, or, like, like, also he, like, reseals things and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And, like, he picks some, like, uh, SD cards or whatever out of the trash. Mm-hmm. SIM cards. And then he, like, holds them in his hand and looks at them in the office, like, just waiting for someone to come in and look at him. Yeah, I know. That's so dumb. So what did you like the best? I like Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Although he had a lack of butt. As yeah. Emily as said. Emily had said, <laughs> it was a lack of butt missing, but I still think it was pretty great. Mm-hmm. I really liked his character. I thought he was, um, it was really interesting to watch on screen, other, like, other than the hotness factor, but he was, like, an interesting yeah. dynamic character. And then I really liked how it takes place at a hotel, because I really like hotels. Oh, yeah, that was a nice hotel, too. Yeah, it was a really nice hotel. It was like, it just made me want to look at, go rewatch that uh, Wes Anderson movie about the hotel. <gasps> Grand Budapest Hotel. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. How about yourself? What did you think? Hmm. I liked, I liked some of the plot. I don't know, I thought it was interesting that, like, he's just this hotel manager. He kind of gets, like, thrust in the middle of it twice. Yeah, I thought. He, like, moves to Switzerland. I thought he was going to be a spy from the get-go, actually. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um... I liked his eyes. <laughs> the very blue eyes. Oh, I don't really find him that attractive. But, but I like his nice eyes. eyes. Yeah. Wow. And usually I don't even really like blue eyes. Blame. Um, Blame. What else? Yeah, it was interesting. I felt engaged the whole time. Yeah, even I, though it was like mega slow. And it was a long, it felt like a long episode. Like a, 
think it was like an hour, like 56 minutes. So it was an hour and 56 minutes. No, it was 56 minutes. So oh, okay. It must have been like an hour. Whoa, long <laughs> it's two hour pilot. long. Yeah, because it's it was interesting and it seems like to know where it's going really fast. Yeah. Well, it's based off a novel, right? So. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, bro. At the beginning, it said like a Jean Le Car or yeah. R A or I can't pronounce it, but. Well, they do. But sometimes novels. books get complicated, so. Yeah. You know. I don't know. Especially spy novels, I imagine they're rather complicated. Yeah, like Born Identity is never gonna end. There's like a million novels. So I had no idea they were based off of yeah. novels. Yeah. There's like oh. seven or eight of them now. Well that kinda kills the, the thrill of it if you know he's gonna live. Yeah, but then they like to throw you through a fast one because they have Jeremy Rayner one. And then they go back to Matt David. So mm. yeah. Anywho, back to this. Um, yes. What did you not like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of the uh, the stuff got a little confusing for a little while, like how the older, the woman he mm-hmm. comes in contact with that like is like the British lady. Yeah, like I understand what her her purpose is, but I thought like everything was a little complicated. I was a bit confused about what job everyone has. Yeah, like his friend, he gives the info to at first. I was like, he said he went to the embassy and no one answered, so I was like, so this guy's not with the embassy. Yeah, but he knows people in the British government. What does he do? Yeah, and like how high up is he? And, like, why is this woman who's investigating the bad guy, Roper, why does she have, like, this crazy little tiny office with, like, three employees? Yeah. What is her job? Is she, like, an official person, or is she just, like, a crazy non-rogue? Yeah, like, she was a little confusing. Her. Like, other than taking down that guy, I feel like her motivations are unclear. Mm-hmm. And also his friend's motivations are really unclear. Like, I yeah, like I definitely like, thought his friend, the werewolf from... Being human was definitely double-crossing him. That's what I was about to say. I was like, this is totally working with Hugh Laurie's villain. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, how did, you know, like, that girl die? Because, like, when he goes to him and he's like, oh, like, my source, so-and-so, and he's like, oh, your source is, like, the, uh, the mistress of... Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, it's always the friend. Always the friend. It's always the friend. The figures. Yeah. Oh, speaking of friends, uh... We have some commentary from children also. But, um, <laughs> but uh, speaking of friends, how did you feel about his super good friend that works in the kitchen? I loved him. He was adorable. He was adorable. I want him to come back. I know. I hope he comes Probably back. Probably won't because they're not in Egypt anymore. But maybe he'll have a reason to go back to Egypt and yeah, hang out. Yeah, he's so friends. sweet. Like, no, he's adorable. He's adorable. Um, things I didn't like. Mm-hmm. I did not buy the like weird subplot with the love story with the... Chick, who's the mistress? Mistress. I didn't all. believe that either. I feel like they were just trying to make you like make him attach. Mm-hmm. Like I like I was in love with her, or like I had a relationship with her, which is why I'm so mm-hmm. traumatized by her death. But really, it played off more as like he met this chick. He felt for her because you know he's a good person, and then she sort of was like sleep with me, and he was like okay. Yeah, it felt like that because it's like you didn't really feel their connection, and that that's why I was really thrown when in Switzerland. He starts seeing, like, her ghost everywhere. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Hey, he doesn't wait for, like, ghosts. two days. Yeah. He didn't know her at all. They just hooked up, like, the day before she died. Mm-hmm. I thought she was an okay. Like, I thought it was pretty smart how she gave him the documents. Mm-hmm. Other than that, she's kind of annoying. Like, mm-hmm. like she wasn't that likable to me. Like, she wasn't lovable. Yeah. Know? Like. I want to see, in the future, I want to see him do more spy stuff. And be good at it. Yeah, I want to see less of him, like, pouring champagne for rich people. 
was pouring champagne is one of the things. Mm-hmm. Second thing was going through the trash. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there a third one? Or is that just... For how is how he's fine? Yeah. Mm. Copying documents. Copying documents. Loitering outside of doors or something. Yeah, he's like really bad at this. And this is not like the 1980s. This is a 2001. Like, 2011. I thought you said it was... I asked you guys this. No, she said to it. Mubarak didn't fall in 2001. See, I knew I was right <laughs> in 2011. Anyway, it's 2011. Also, why is the computer super old if it's 2011? It's Egypt. Oh. They have Apple, dude. I guess, but I I doubt that there it's like as widespread, technologically advanced as yeah. here. True. I don't know. I'm just going by the stuff I saw in like Hotel Rwanda, which is not in Egypt. That <laughs> <laughs> was like also a fancy hotel that had bad technology. Um. Okay. How did you feel about who Hugh Laurie's villain character? Eh. Eh. Yeah, yeah. I like Hugh Laurie, but I didn't really buy him as that shady. He just he just seems like. When he's trying to be shady, I just read it as house, to be honest. Yeah. Like, as someone without, like, like a normal amount of emotion. But he didn't seem like he was about to murder anyone, yeah. you know? In fact, his, like, weird little side, sidekick dude, the one who was, like, um, Mr. Collins yeah. in the the reboot of Pride Purges. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was in it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Mr. Collins was, like, mega creepy. He was way more, like, yeah. psychopathic tendencies. Yeah, it seems like Hugh Laurie's character is, like, like fun some things, but he's not actually, like... He'll be, like, one of those ones that later on will find in, like, episode 3, he's gonna be like, I had no, no idea this was happening. But yeah. he knew the whole he time. He knew the whole time. He's, like, the anti-Iron Man. Yeah. Like, he's funding all these things, but Iron Man didn't know. Yeah. But now he does know. Yeah, he's also... It's like, not really like Jamie, that. What was his name? <laughs> Uh, Samuel Jackson and the Kingsman, something like that. Like, rich guy doing bad things. Yeah, I guess. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <Okay. laughs> <Okay>. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, what would you have changed about this episode? Like, what, what's, like... I don't really feel like we need that love of story. Yeah, I don't think we need the love story, and I really don't think we need the weird apparitions of her being a ghost. I later definitely on. think her whole character could have been mixed. Like maybe it should have just been her, and like she was just a regular at the hotel, and mm-hmm. then they're like became a close relationship, you know, kind of like Grand Budapest. And then mm-hmm. she dies, and he's all like, "No, we were friends." And then that's. I love how you <laughs> say these things that normally you'd be saying in like a really excited tone of voice, but because your voice is like dead, you're like. And then they do this. And yeah. then they do this. And then he was like, no more friends. Things. Yeah, I know. I saw it really boring. The tension's really high in this episode of podcasting right now. It's starting to you feel the excitement. It's palpable. <laughs> you can cut it with a mic. <laughs> anyway, how about yourself? How about myself? I really just was, like, offended by that ghost. I did not it need that ghost. It was creepy. Like, we it were all lame. visibly taken aback yeah. when that happened. We were like, the What? <laughs> It looked bad, too. Yeah, it was like, that was the moment where I was like, oh, like, we are in, like, a BBC broadcast yeah. right now with poor special effects. <coughs> they just, yeah. like, filmed her standing in a doorway, and then they're like, and then we'll put it all in blue light! Yeah. Ta-da! Ghost. It was really bad, because it's like everything else up until that point was filmed Because really I feel pretty. like you need to earn ghostly flashbacks. Also, like, you, you shouldn't to, have them to begin with. You shouldn't have them to begin with, but if you're going to have them, they better have, like, a deep soul connection happening, you know? Yeah. Like, not like one time I fucked this girl yeah. and then 
now I think about her all the time. Yeah, four years later, God, God. I know. Also, let's talk about how Tom Hiddleston doesn't have a girlfriend. Yeah, that's a little weird. What? <laughs> that's a little weird. I don't believe that at all. Yeah, there's lots of hotties in Switzerland. <coughs> yeah. They're like, everyone's beautiful in Switzerland, probably. They're all like tall, blonde, <laughs> neutral. Exactly. <laughs> but not in sketchy-ass places that live in. They won't cause drama to his life. Yeah. Except, what if he falls for this girl now? Hugh Laurie's girlfriend. Wow, oh, she's so dumb. She just changes in front of... Yeah, but she said something later on that I was like, it sounded like she was like just real dumb. Yeah. There was a lot of scenes in here that, like, the first whoever wrote this and filmed it, not like jazz, I didn't pay attention, but I guess John LeCarre wrote it. But there's a lot of good scenes that are like, nothing is happening in the scene, but it's super tense the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're just, like, essentially, like, talking in a room while drinking, and you're like, oh my god, the tension. Yeah. And you're, like, wondering, like, what's going to happen? And not, and then but it's a very, like, mellow show. Like Yeah, like, nothing does happen. Yeah. Like, someone gets murdered. But other than that. Someone gets murdered, and then the guy checks into his hotel the second time, and you're like, this is a sign. So. This is a sign. Yeah. You were meant to be a spy. Yup. So, are you going to continue to watch? Hell yeah. Hell yeah? Hell yeah. How about yourself? I don't know. It's on AMC, so maybe not. Well, you can watch it with me. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. Alright, what would you rate it? I would rate it like a six and a half out of ten. Oh, that's what's fun. I know. It was, because it was good and it was tense, but like, nothing happened. Let's be real. But I, mean, I can see where it's going to go, though. I need, I need some more things to happen. I need him to do some like, I don't know, Krav Maga or something. That's lame. That's not what I was looking for. What's that one where people jump off buildings and like Parkour? Parkour. No. I need him to James Bronson parkour up in here. No. <laughs> I shoot you down with that one. <laughs> no, I love parkour. If he adds back parkour, and I'll give it an eight. As right now, bad taste. I love parkour. No, you should just watch the Office episode. That's like parkour, parkour. Yeah, that's no. Yeah, and I need him to acquire a firearm. Well, he's gonna obviously do it the next episode. So. So if he if he gets a gun and he starts parkouring. If he turns parkour, I'm going to stop watching the show. No, man. You can't be James Bond without some parkour. James Bond doesn't do parkour. He totally does parkour. He doesn't He's always, like, running off a building and jumping into the ground and that sort of thing. Well, that's not how we would like He doesn't need to, like, stand up and do, like, a little bow afterwards, but... I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so this is a 6.5 atrocious Egyptian ghost ladies <laughs> out of 10 atrocious Egyptian ghost ladies. <laughs> nice. Cool. Okay, I will rate it eight mm. out of ten. Mm. Uh, Non-Tom Hiddleston butts. <laughs> Wait, so you're rating it ten butts that are not Tom Hiddleston's butts? <laughs> oh, ten butts missing from my screen. <laughs> eight out of ten absentee butts. <laughs> Thank you, that's what I mean. Yeah. Okay, don't forget to cast your absentee butts later on, kids. <laughs> and that's Pilot Light. <laughs>